You're listening to the Oh Those Toes podcast, the only podcast that's too hot for Tim Cook. Hello again, listeners and subscribers and friends. Welcome to the podcast. With you as always, I'm Top Toes. And I am Emmy. Thanks for joining us today. And the reason I say the uh, the Tim Cook bit, I'm not 100% sure, but right now our link on Apple Podcasts is dead. And I think it's not necessarily because we got booted from Apple Podcasts and more because none of us knew that we had to change our Apple Podcast settings to adult content, nor are there any good instructions on how to do that. So... With apologies to our Apple listeners, you may have to tune in on Spotify, Anchor, uh, you can't tune on the Google Podcasts, uh, go to our website and find out where the 52 other places you can listen until we figure this Apple situation out. Yeah, um, my husband is one of those that listens to us on Apple Podcasts, and that's how we found out. He told me a couple weeks ago, and I just ignored him. Uh, <laughs> He was like, I could find you on the Apple podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, that's and why then, we always share our Spotify link because it's, um, well, we really should share our anchor link because they are our podcast creation uh, platform. But right. Spotify is pretty universal and has some nice Instagram plugin stuff. So it's, um, it, it's always the easiest to share with you. And it's a, uh, a platform you don't have to download you can listen from their website and uh they're not paying us money so enough for talking about them right <laughs> so this is at least to some degree uh week four and the conclusion of uh macrophilia month giantess month uh giant month whatever you want to call it um now now i i will say that i have two um really interested giantesses, giantess goddesses. I don't know. Um, it's, we just couldn't coordinate a good time. So we may bring them on, uh, not necessarily like immediately after this, but at some point in the near future, because um, they dedicate their entire pages. As we all know, our pages, your page is a nylon page. My page is, I don't know, a foot fetish page. And uh, these girls, their pages are strictly giantess. Um, and as we've discovered, the giantess fetish or macrophilia involves a lot of feet. Um, it does. They just kind now, of go hand in hand. Thus, they're <laughs> on our podcast. But right. here's the thing. I was trying so hard to figure out, is the giantess macrophilia? Okay, one, let's back up. Is it giantess or giantess? <laughs> well, I think that's a matter I, of preference. No, I know that you hear a difference when you say that, but I don't. You Giant, give a very hard giantess. giantess. You, you give like, a very e. accented final <laughs> syllable giantess, which I just don't find comfortable to say. But maybe it's regional. We are from two different parts of the country, um, and I think either is perfectly acceptable. So back to the serious question, which is, and I'm racking my brain. Is the giantess fetish so tightly entwined with foot fetish, or did we find guests who entwine it because obviously the people listening to our podcast and who know us through our podcast and know our podcast through us are foot fetishists? 
because we brought in guests that we expected to be just into macrophilia and they both spit out well yeah foot fetishes first and kind of discovered macrophilia afterwards well i you know i think it goes back to fetishy people are just fetishy people like they're open-minded I mean, they have to be, right? Like, you can't be fascinated by armpits and get hard on by seeing and touching, smelling, feeling an armpit, and then judge well, the guy for doing Somebody the same can. thing with the... Well, but you can't judge the guy that's doing it for, you know, with feet. Like, you can't. Right. So I think that we're just kind of open-minded people. And then if you're open-minded, once you start looking and researching, you it's almost like you're you're training yourself to uh, i mean to to get interested and involved in other things i mean we had oh absolutely we had ash with the uh, bondage fetish too late it's a week late by the time this airs but if you're listening i know you are we apologize for being late on this but a big happy birthday ash yes ash's birthday was June 2, so actually was the day our last episode aired. Uh, so it was literally a week ago today. <laughs> um, but actually, it might be June 3 because of Australia time. I don't know when people started wishing him a happy birthday. But somewhere about a week ago, it was, it was Ash's birthday and a huge happy birthday, Ash, from the whole uh, Othos to his family. All two of right. us. <laughs> well, no, we have extended family. Oh, we, so. we've got a ton of extended family. <laughs> um, so, I lost track of what I was saying. It was about well, well, oh, the, we the, were the foot fetish. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you were saying that that all these people that you know you're into kink, you're into all kinds of kink, or you're accepting of all kinds of kink, and you're not into. You may have a, a favorite kink, a primary kink, but. Right, and then it evolved. It's almost like you're conditioning yourself, so like to, to like talking, other things. So I was talking to a group because I'm planning a, a photographic event um, coming up, and you know, I'll put down the rules of how we're going to go about the event. You know, what are the parameters for taking your pictures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And as a joke, I always have my last. The last line of the rules is, you know, and failure to abide these rules will result in. And the the joke used to be Swift Justice, named after. Uh, a very large Batman paddle I have that I refer to as justice. <laughs> well, this, this event was uh, based on van sneakers. So I said, and failure to abide by these rules, will get you a crack on the ass of the top towards top toes of skateboard. And yeah, everyone wants wow. to get cracked on the ass with my skateboard. So like, you know, like this That's is a useless, <laughs> useless threat. Everyone wants to get cracked over the ass with the skateboard. Now these are girls who are, you know, foot fetish content providers but they're all like, oh, please spank me, daddy. Spank me with your skateboard. I'm like, okay. What if I say I'm going to smack you with the grip tape side? And they're like, even better. A little little ass rash there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So, uh, you know, whole bunch of kinky bitches. Yeah. Uh, so, so see, and they're just displaying their feet and nylons. And, and, and then there you go. They've got this. Uh... Well, okay. Look, I, I, th- I feel like at the end of the day, everything every fetish almost every fetish ends up being it's tied to a broader interest in like dominance and submission everything is um i I mean it's i will say yes 
and I will say, I, yes, I agree with that. I think among some of the people who are in the foot fetish community, it's a switchy type of dominant submission. It's, yes, there are definitely submissive foot guys out there. Um, but I think a, a narrow minority or narrow majority of the guys and a giant chunk of the women, yes, we all kind of like power exchange, but we don't necessarily like to play one role or the other. I think it's a very switchy fetish. Oh, but so that's why discovered... you get these girls who are like, oh, yes, footboy, buy me coffee, footboy, pay for my manicure, pedicure, rather, well, both. And then at the same time, oh, top toes, please spank me with your skateboard. Well, and then I also get, I also get the men that are very dominant foot lovers. Yes. I, I get a lot of that, too. So, um, But I they, think they, more they're... than some of the other, I don't want to say mainstream kinks, because no kinks are mainstream. But in, let's say in rope, in rope, you are, you, you may practice both sides, but you kind of know you're a top, you're a rope top, you're a rope bunny. You, tickling, we found a very few tickle switches, but most people, you're a tickler or a tickly. I think in the foot fetish world, because it can be, it doesn't have to be expressed with power exchange, the people who are into the power exchange kind of more often play both sides. You know, I can just as easily be on my knees, sniffing, sucking, kissing, or arm wrapped around ankles and tickling souls. And I think a lot of us are that way. I think more. What have we learned about macrophilia then? Oh, let's bring it back to the topic. What have we learned? <laughs> well, well in, in that sense, I mean, I because I think that I've learned that most macrophiles, uh, they are attracted to the powerlessness of it. Yes. And as for and I, the women, it's, they're attracted, I mean, they're the other side of that, right? Like they... And I don't they, think that there are so many, I think, piggybacking on what I was just saying, I think that one has very, very, very strong Roll ties. You're not necessarily going to see a macro switch who's tiny today and the giant tomorrow. They have their uh, preferred side of it. We've interviewed a giantess, a giant, and a tiny, and not a one of them really expressed an interest in playing the other role. I think that uh, John was the one that came the closest to it. Because John, John, like I mean, he's a giant, but also he has a lot of renders where there are men that are bigger than him, like much bigger than him, and he's still a giant, but he's you know there. So he's kind of yeah. In the he middle. did he's talk about some... he's got those three buddies that every time they do art for each other, they always make the recipient of the art gift the biggest in the room. Right. Yeah. So, but I don't think well, you just, see John. That's just maybe like a power play. Like they're just, you know, I'm bigger. <laughs> no, I'm bigger. No, I'm bigger. Yeah. Now, and John, again, was a little less in a, well, he was definitely in a very pigeonholed type of dominance that a lot of the scene calls daddy dom. Um, the, this, it's the soft, caring, comforting dom. It's still dom. Um, 
I mean, John's John's a teddy bear, and John is a bear in the uh, well. If we borrow from the old gay terms, which he posted something. Well, he did, yeah, he posted that. I, I actually did. It uh, ha- was that that was officially the bear flag, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It had a yes. It, it did. It had like a like a bear claw, a claw. on the back of it. Yeah, but also brown... his caption was that he identifies as a bear, like specifically that. So yes. Well, also. <laughs> And we, because we record a little bit ahead of time and we were recording our last episode, it was still technically May. This is our first episode where we can say uh, happy pride. Um, and this is the first year in a while that we'll actually get to do some pride stuff. I don't know if New York City's having their parade. That would be the closest for me. I don't know if Dallas or San Antonio is having one or if you would go to it, but I feel like this is the year that we're going to try to reclaim pride. Um, uh, I've not been. Uh, I know that San Antonio does have a, a pretty big community, uh, despite being a, you know, Republican dominated <laughs> state. Uh, but it's it's it gets pretty crazy, and I don't I don't do so well in those situations. Well, I um, um, least, I opted out of. The last time it was available, I opted out of New York City Pride because it was 50th anniversary of Stonewall, and I thought it would be just too much, just too many people. Um, yeah. And actually, I traveled a little while longer and went in the. I went out all the way out to Providence and went to Providence Pride and had a good time there. Um, don't know what I'm going to do this year, but so Austin. I'm here. I'm queer. Is, is... You're all used to it by now. <laughs> Austin has a really big celebration. Austin is huge. Um, so I don't know that I would go to Austin. Um, I, I would do the San Antonio one, but, but I don't know that I would go to the Austin one. At least not, not now. Um, I, 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 Maybe in a couple more years or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yep. But I, you know, more. I have a horrible temper. So... People tend to get really rude and belligerent sometimes, and I just want to punch people in the face. And it's supposed to be a really peace, you know, kind of peaceful, like come together type of thing. Yeah, and love and I don't friendship. Know what the laws and... are in Texas, but you know, you de- you deck a drag queen that borders on hate crime, so don't do that. I have not had to deck anyone in a very long time. But, you know, these days, at this stage of my life, I'm focusing on living a quieter, more peaceful life. And uh, Austin just gets insane. I could never go to Austin. I just, it just gets too wild. It's too wild for me. Is that, oh gosh, I'm aging myself. I'm so old. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So um, if we can dial, uh, bring it back around. Um, what did we learn in the last three weeks? What well, did we learn? <laughs> um, that we're old? Speaking, speaking of, no, but speaking of um, sexualities, uh, it definitely seems that the the community, there there is, in the giantess community, gender doesn't necessarily seem to be as important to the sexuality. Right, yeah, it's very fluid. Now, granted, we, yeah, uh, John is admittedly bisexual. Um, but another uh, person we spoke to who we couldn't necessarily get on the show, um, so Kimberly Lee, 
who is not actually a human being. Kimberly Lee is a construct, uh, Instagram goddess Kimberly, and a construct of one of the two, of two people, one of whom also runs Instagram colossal.collages. Um, and Kimberly, or uh, the spokesperson of Kimberly, was telling us about how there isn't necessarily the, the Kimberly character is female. Um, the people creating that entity are, I don't know if they're both male or at least well, one so, is not female. Yes. Yeah, so the, so Kimberly's voice is uh, a female. Um, okay. Cause this is, although helps, we're looking at Instagram, there is a, a actual videographic component or yes. videographic component. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. so, so he creates all the content, the storylines, all the cameras, the shots, all the artwork for it. He kind well, of puts everything it, together. I guess, I guess in the in the function of the software, it is cameras, it's perspective angles. Um, uh, well, I think John had talked cameras. to us a little bit about his. Um, well, the, I think the functionality he uses of the software for he the uses. Oh, the backgrounds okay. are actually shot, and then she's like, I, "What do you call it? Superimposed? I don't know what it's called." Gotcha. Well, I know. The... Yeah, he, the, he, they. We'll use they. They talked right. about um, on the collage of collages. It's a little more of actual foot models, probably a lot from the Instagram world, providing base stock images for the for the subject, and then some stock or shot images for the background and then creating more in a photoshoppy kind of way stills of real people in real scenes at gargantuan scale which are very good for the kimberly good. lee page kimberly lee is rendered in daz studio and i thought the whole backdrop was rendered in daz studio as well you're saying that the backdrops are often real and the perspective and so. shadow I and everything so. else is created and, in the and see this is why I wanted to have Kimberly's creator on um but he would like to keep his you know fetish private and we respect that so totally. uh you know so but I would have loved to pick his brain because it's such an interesting page it's um I I you know I'm horrible with the size right like the area <laughs> I, and I'm just horrible with that. Um, but she, oh God. I was you know, listening. I was listening to our last couple episodes, and I think it was, was the mic one. Yes. Every time he gave a reference, I was trying to create some sort of visual for the audience, and I, I, I kind of got like, tedious with it. And I'm sorry. Like the phone, we're like, there's a building, there's the stairs. The Empire State Building, the Sears, whatever, like the, you know, like, I'm sorry. It was, was like, a lamp like post. he said 100 feet, and I'm like, the Sears Tower. I'm like, no, that's 100 stories. That's a thousand feet. I totally screwed that up. <laughs> but I digress. I'm horrible. Um, with it. Like, I also want to interrupt <laughs> everything here to compliment your petty because unless there's something different on the toenail, it's actually fairly plain for you. Um, um, well, there is. Uh, design on it. I, it's, you know, I'm wearing a nylon and yeah, but I, um, I like, like little... the light color. I don't know if it's white or a light pink. I like the way it pops with the nylon. It's um, a light pink. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a very pale pink, which is very different for me. Very, actually, but I'm, I'm digging how it's looking on you. I actually um, don't like it. And for those of you listening, uh, when you're done here, go and check us out on YouTube because that's where I'm displaying it right now. And I, I am wearing a, a little nylon sock. Um, shout out to Berkshire. Uh, uh, always. <laughs> Why are they not listening? But oh, wait, you know what? Um, we need to take a still from this and post it, or I'll take a few stills, post them on my page, and I'm going to tag Berkshire so that we can say shout out to Berkshire from my, my Instagram page because Definitely. it's about time that they actually listen to the podcast and get on board that we've been giving them all this free advertising. We do honestly and truly love their product, and we would love to be legitimately endorsing your product on the air. Well, we are, but we'd like with we wouldn't mind a sponsorship. We'd like it. We'd like it with your permission and your uh, support. So yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, so um, so that's what's happening on the YouTube cam. So mm. go and check that out. Um, and you know, I mean, it's probably been said here, there, and everywhere. It, probably not literally. You know, we take each other for granted in a way. I haven't complimented your petty or your feet really in some time, and. You know, the world should know. I definitely think you have sexy feet. And therefore, again, if you're not watching this on YouTube now, go check it out. Even if you just go back for a couple seconds, just to see what the view is. Um, now, I did start off with trainers. Uh, trainers? I, I, when did you trainers. move to England? Uh, you know what? It's because I've been watching Lady Citra. <laughs> <laughs> right and she's canadian they don't even call them that up there but she's from everywhere as we learned and yeah well, trainers, okay. a very so, british term so if if i go by what i've called them my whole life it's going to be tennis shoes but they're not oh tennis okay shoes. you're from there's, final plus this tennis shoes out yeah, east they're sneakers it, they're sneakers yeah so the proper term for them are what sneakers gym shoes well, I, it, it's totally um regional trainers because they're for when you're training <laughs> well the pair you're wearing the closest to a running shoe it's a running shoe for sure it is yeah. um and they're actually uh really comfortable they're adidas i've been running around so i threw these on with um these little nylons and um there's a surprise in here for later so i'm gonna keep that one on for now um i tried to get a giant test view but it's really hard to angle everything with all the uh recording equipment and everything that we use so you know you get what you get you yep. don't have a fit <laughs> we're we're gonna be uh you know the future uh future royalties future um uh, what is the word i'm looking for keep wanting to say supporters um sponsor money We'll go to some, uh, maybe some tripods, maybe some some better hardware, some better software. You know, we're we're working on. For sure. Uh, For sure. I've yeah. got, I've got an you know, iPhone what? 12 Pro on, still on back order. Still, it's been such a long time. Yeah, don't even get me started. Well, this is this is phone company like bullshit. Hmm? It seems like a long time. I don't know that it's actually oh, it been a long, long time. time. And then it's it feels even longer because. They could not and would not ship them out together. So my wife's had hers for a week. So I figured mine should be arriving any day. And we just checked and it hasn't even left the warehouse yet. Oh, such bullshit. Mm -hmm. uh, the husband has been trying to get me the new purple one. 
because you know purple's my favorite color i don't know if you know I, that but i think i forget if my wife got the purple one or the green one mine is going to be the blue one i didn't care what color. give me whichever one? color comes comes around first but whatever oh my god that 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 purple one is fucking gorgeous but you know i um i'm not a big techie kind of a person i don't have to have the latest thing um and i suspect that what's happening is he wants a new phone and he wants to give me his old phone mm. i think that's what what he that because i'm going to say no which i've been saying right no i don't want it i don't want it so then he'll well, say well i'm going to get it so that i can give you my old one. <laughs> I, I did <laughs> i, did I didn't the, necessarily want the latest greatest I wanted something with double or triple lens camera, which for an Apple product meant you had to have one of the plus size phones. And I put my phone in my pocket for work. I am not putting a tablet in my pocket. So (laughs) Pro is when they finally put the multi-lens camera in a phone size phone. It's still a hair bigger than what I'm using my eight, but I wanted the multi-lens phone because it's really creeping up on legit dslr technology um i don't i'm not getting into buying a camera i well i I have a camera i have a camera which i hate it's really fancy like all these lenses and shit and i hate using it it takes amazing pictures but then i have to like you know, plug it in, load it onto my laptop and then get from the laptop, get it onto my, all my other platforms. And it's just so cumbersome. I just, I don't know. And it's not that much better than my quality For Instagram quality photos, um, I mean, even with my iPhone 8 in daylight, Oh my God, crisp, super crisp. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like birds 100 miles away show up in the photos. Yeah. Um, but not currently good with low light and not didn't have the depth of field. No, um, no F stop. So I wanted the, the, the multi lens camera that Apple put on some of their phones, but I didn't want a tablet in my pocket. So that's the only reason I am not a technology snob. I am a little Apple. <laughs> I'm a little Apple uh, loyal mainly because I'm used to it. Everything is on my iPhone. I'm used to the iPhone. I'm, g- I'm going to stay there. Um, I am that's... not an Apple loyalist, but my husband is. So just by default, I've had to, you know, Yeah. there's no, um, but yeah, so I did get my awesome iPad. I don't know which one it is um, for my birthday. And so I've been, um, Super excited to record new content on it. It's just awesome. It's awesome. So uh, yeah, um, iPads, iPads don't have like generation numbers like iPhones. It's much harder to figure out what iPad you have. So that's what we used for the last book party, which worked out really well. <laughs> yeah, um, which I don't we didn't know. talk about. We didn't even talk about that. Oh no, we didn't talk about that. Um, mainly because I don't think we can. What happens at Foot Party Three stays at Foot Party Three. This is true. This is true. Um, but let me tell you, I am really disappointed in all the people that um, had said they that said that they would be there and didn't. Um, and except for a few, like a few had really like valid, legitimate, oh, yeah. uh, you know, issues. Well, here's the um, thing. I'm I'm wondering if we had more people there 
if it would have gone to the place it ended up going because it was an intimate intimate few no it would not for sure it would not because um i yeah the reason that we were able to be as free as we were was because we didn't have all the strangers there so yeah we um, had a lot of we had people we trusted yes and we were all willing to just uh so yeah let loose party, i mean we let loose. <laughs> the swingers club is kind of what it was um yeah yeah um foot, you know foot party three who likes oral <laughs> that's another possible title for it <laughs> i'm not even gonna say anything and you know what all our audience is like what the fuck are they talking about but you know what you weren't there you didn't make it so you don't get to hear it um Unfortunately, yeah. but let's just say Foot party three. Um, I think we're overwriting the recording before I ever got a chance to go back, but I didn't need to. I was there. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was fun, and I really do hope that you enjoyed your birthday. Um, I mean, I did. did. I definitely we did with the uh, with the reputation of the party and with the, the people who were there and the people who were there for a bit and. Uh, unfortunately had to depart early there's there's call for a foot party for even though it's no longer really covid in a lot of places you can go out and do stuff i think the advantage now of the virtual foot party is not that it's a replacement for going out in the scene it's a way for people who are not on the same coast as each other to have that kind of fun together right as much as i'd love to go you know, every weekend out with you guys, I obviously can't. So this would be the next best thing. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll start thinking about what we're going to do for party four. Um, I don't think we want to bill it triple X. I think we just want to not restrict. It is what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It is what it is. I think that's the best way to, to, to do it. Cause I think we scared off a few people by saying like, you know, there's going to be a lot of... Right, know. and I think at Foot Party 1, before we got to working on it, people were afraid that they would be showing their feet and have to look at guys masturbating. No, no, and, that's not and what now happened at all. now three of them, and, I mean, half the guys don't even turn on their cams even just to be in the room. And even when we said, okay, all gloves are off, we still don't have guys masturbating. Yep. No, not a one. And a uh, one. well, mine was the only cock on camera. Um. <laughs> well, no, there was a couple of other cocks there. Um, I will say that my husband was um, ended up being really shy. You know, he talked a big game and then he, it turns out he was like, I don't know, I'm a little embarrassed and I don't know. And I'm like, you show your dick on your OnlyFans all the time. What the fuck do you mean you're embarrassed? Yeah. <laughs> That's what like, we've all seen it. Like, <laughs> I wasn't the only one with a cock on camera. I was the only one whose actual cock ended up on camera. Briefly, mostly obscured by hair. Um, <laughs> I have to say, I did, I did love the view that you two created, though. Because you couldn't see what was going on exactly but you could tell by body position exactly what was going on and instead we saw the way your feet were reacting to what was going on it was it it was the ultimate in i technically it was still pg-13 it's the ultimate tease though it was a wonderful tease 
<laughs> yeah, to be honest, I don't know what my feet were doing. I just know that at some, a couple of times I was like, oh, I got to get them on camera, right? Like, so I like, you know, put them in front of the camera and I'm like doing all these gestures with my hands and, you know, <laughs> um, but no, I- Wait, we I, have a video episode. You still have to describe what you're doing because the camera's too low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I just wanted to, like, I had to remind myself to like, oh, wait, let's put the feet on the, on the camera, so- but you know, right. it was it was really nice. It was a really nice time. Uh, I'm so glad that we got to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll do it again when we do it. Um, I'm sorry, yeah, you guys I missed I out. I didn't necessarily think that any of the people who were there were necessarily going to get into the whole voyeurist, voyeuristic exhibitionist thing. Um, but it it just it <laughs> happened. It worked. It was organic. It was cool. So, yeah. listeners, we'd like to do number four. Talk to us about what, when, and how, because we did a Friday. Actually, I think our Friday was probably the most attended. We moved to Saturday thinking we'd get better attendance. The second time was good. The third time was, as we called it, more intimate in every sense of the word. Um, but let's put the ball in your court. And then we did for one our... for Annie's birthday, one for my birthday. We have, we're running out of birthdays. Let's find a a reason, a when, a why, a how, a who. Yeah, we'll do it again. I'm thinking, oh gosh, let, it's perfect time to bring up um, uh, we would like to do a podcast where you guys can call in. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to have kind of, we're going to use Zoom and we're going to put the link uh, we're going to throw the link out there and Everywhere. whoever wants to, yeah, whoever wants to join us can get on the link and, um, you know, chit chat with us for a few minutes. Yeah, um, it'll be. It's not going to be live. It'll be, it'll be follow the link and sit in the lobby for a while until we're done with. We're not going to have five, six guests in the room at the same time. But if you're willing to sit in the lobby, you know, if you get to the lobby, we're guaranteed to talk to you. We'll run it as long as we need to split in as many episodes as we can. Mm -hmm. Um but if you're willing to sit in the lobby for a while at the time that we decide that we're doing this and just wait until you're tapped, come on the air live with us. It'll be recorded and done later, but you'll be talking to us live um, right. and talking about whatever. And you'll be able mind. to, and even if you're in the lobby, you'll be able to like listen to what's going on, you know? So yeah. So that way you can chime in to our, um, to our podcast. So we're going to do that soon. I'm not really sure when. But we will. Yep. Um, so there's there's your homework. Two things you need to get in touch with us about. And everybody knows how to find us. And uh, if they don't, they'll go, go to the website and find even more ways to find us. Except for Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Here we are, like, bragging on our Apple shit. And we're not even on the Apple Podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Tim Cook, <laughs> what is the problem? No. I really think it was they just made a change in their their adult security that nobody knows. Nobody realized that their iPhone was set to, um, you know, not mature content. And the setting, I've seen three different articles in each place describes the setting as being in a slightly different place. And none of them are exactly right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll figure it out, though. We will. And when we um, oh. when we do, we'll just... Uh, 
you know, instructions for Apple users, whatever we need to do, whatever we need. what we need hey, to do so- now, we need to either bring this back to giantess or um, take a break well, and come back. Well, yeah. You know what? Let's take a break. Um, let's hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, actual sponsor, gonna... not the six other things we talked about being potential sponsors, <laughs> but the one who actually loves us enough to sponsor the show. Right. And, and whom we love. Uh, so uh, yeah. So take a listen to this. We'll be right back. And when I come back, I want to tell you of a show that I remembered that ties right into the whole giant test thing. And we'll be back in just a moment. If you're looking for unique and eye-catching foot jewelry, you'll fall in love with Yoga Bling Boutique. Our unique line of toe rings and anklets are gorgeous conversation pieces that make heads turn. Visit yogablingboutique.com for exotic toe rings, anklets, and socks that caress your lovely feet like a glove. We are on Facebook as Yoga Bling Boutique FB. Also look for us on Instagram as Yoga Bling Boutique. Your feet deserve jewelry from Yoga Bling Boutique. For more information, go to yogablingboutique.com. Okay, and we are back. So, uh, <clears throat> so a show that I remembered that, oh, well, you know, first of all, thank you, Yoga Bling Boutique. You're so fucking awesome. You guys go and buy some jewelry, foot jewelry, all bracelets. I mean, they've even got that new line that they're starting with like um, scents and lotions and things like that. So it's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, anyway. Okay. So I, got I remember. The therapy necklace that I had to ex- be explained what the heck that thing was, but it's, it's really cool. It just confused <laughs> me. And I they got a bracelet yeah. that I wear almost every day of my life now. So. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, my husband wears one of the beaded regularly too. I wear all the time. Totally. I took it off yeah. today because I put on my pride one for the month. Um, um, as we all know, I'm not big on the foot jewelry because my toes squish together. But I do wear the anklets all the time, all the time. That pineapple one is fucking awesome. Anyway, so okay, thank you, Yoga Bling Boutique. Go and check them out. They're linked in our show links. And, um, okay, so the show that I remembered was I Dream of Genie. I Dream of Genie. Okay. Which our guys, our young guys, are not going to know. No. Right? Okay. Um, but do you, know, do you, did you ever watch I Dream of Genie? Yeah, of course. Okay. So she has to shrink herself down Both to fit in the bottle. Both major lessons. Yes. Both major lessons. That's right. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, she shrinks. She she shrinks herself down, right, to that be whole in the bottle. Thing that uh, the goddess Lucy was talking about with it as a as a sort of plot line for giantess you know, magical shrinking. Yeah, genie yeah, is and, all about magical shrinking, magical growth, a lot of magic. But at the but end for of the day, her, for her, it's punishment to be little and put in the bottle. Right. Right. There are a couple of episodes where he pulls, where she shrinks him down to go into the bottle with her, though. Oh, and so. they have uh, they have tiny, bo- tiny bottle sexy time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's it's fifty sixties TV, so they they have um, kiss on the cheek and separate beds time. 
Right. And and then the curtain blowing in the wind somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so but if you're um watching us on YouTube, um take a closer look at what's stuck in my Berkshire <laughs> that Major Nelson? Actually, it's Major Nelson. Is, the funny thing is, I, I don't know exactly, but from the minimal angle I can see. Oh, okay, no. At a distance, because of the way his left hand is down, it looks like he's saluting. Like, <laughs> no, I thought it was. You're gonna laugh at me. I thought it was the old guy from Up. <laughs> now that you brought it in closer, no, I just no, feel like no, an no. idiot. But it, no, at no, distance, no. for some reason, it looked like the old guy from Up. Looked like the little old man. Yeah. Mm. I thought I I saw something today. We're talking about formative TV. And I saw something today about, uh, you know, those of us who grew up on Scooby-Doo, this explains our obsession with obsessions with goth, redheads, thick, nerdy chicks, and something else. I'm like, uh, I feel so called out. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is the basis for a lot of our generation's uh, kinks and fantasies. Well, the thing is that, you know, I identified with Velma the most because she wore glasses and she was kind of a bookworm. And yes, they had some crazy, you know, shit that I did and and all of that. But at the end of the day, I was kind of a little bit of a nerd. Like, Mm. So, um, and Daphne was just too rich and pretty for me. So I didn't really like her much. Yeah, no, I think, I think <laughs> all of our friends are Velma chicks. All of our friends yeah. are Velma chicks. They're, they're a little bit thick. They're not afraid to put their glasses on at the end of the day, at the very least. You know who's a Daphne? I'm going to, I'm going to, two reasons I'm going to, uh, I'm going to call her out right now. Uh, Aaron's one is because that's exactly. Yeah, I was gonna say Shimmery Elegance is a Daphne. And then I was gonna I was calling her out for that, but also because the whole entire reason that I was trying to fix my seam in the beginning was for her, because I know how much it irritates her not to have that seam straight. <laughs> yeah, but uh shout out to her doing some some um big things and she just came back. She took a quick break and came back. So um, <clears throat> find her on Instagram, Shimmery Elegance. So, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Shimmery Elegance is totally a Daphne. Um, but <laughs> the other one that, that I had reason to bring up recently, um, especially more in the bondage thing than anything, the third season of Batman brought us Batgirl. And Batgirl was getting tied up three times an episode. <laughs> Oh, she really was. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, the wholesome 1960s, you know, punch you so hard that words appear, no one gets shot. There's nothing really <laughs> evil. The, 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 the villains are completely bumbling, full of full on bondage fantasy. So in doing a little bit of research uh, about macrophilia, um, one of the things, first of all, it's really hard to find anything. I mean, you can find content and porn sites and, uh, you know, stories and things like that, erotica, but um, 
like actual um, like papers and studies and things that oh, were published. Yeah. Like, like you can't find any type like of... the day we tried to look up does Evan Stone have a foot fetish and all we found was Evan Stone <laughs> foot fetish movies. It's very hard to make right. searches about porn <laughs> and not get and not porn. get porn. Yes, yeah. Um, but almost everything uh, seemed to think like the very few articles and things that I found. They all seemed to think that it it took root during childhood or adolescence. And we've talked about this a lot on our podcast. That in most people's um, what do we call them? Origin stories, right? The, when, they, when they figured out they developed their fetish, it, it was at a young age. Um, but this one in particular, because it's so playful, I think, mm. you know, and there's so many, uh, I mean, cartoons and TV shows and all the things that we've mentioned already, uh, I think, you know, that's when it developed for, for boys mostly. Um, I did find a few girls and I can't, God, I wish I would have written down her website. I completely forgot. I think her name was Kelly. And um, she said that she developed her uh, fetish playing uh, tag. Like her teacher used to have a predators and prey game. And okay. like sometimes the girls were the predators and the boys were the prey. And uh, she developed hers because it like, she was excited about eating the boys, right? So hers is more of a vor, which isn't a fetish entirely in itself. It's called vorophilia, which I didn't know. Uh, and oh, is that uh, what vor is just a shortening of vorophilia? Okay, that makes a little more yeah. sense. Uh huh. Yeah, vorophilia, uh, wanting to eat, and you know, oh, it's almost like a mouth. Devour. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, so she used to just get a like super high off of telling the boys that she was going to eat them because she was the predator and they were the prey. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. But almost almost everything that I found, it, it traced it back to, you know, childhood and adolescence, um, sexual imprinting. And some even said, um, like there was an article in a psychology magazine about it. And it said that it was a way sometimes was a way to cope with trauma like mm. converting it into pleasure like so if they had um you know an incident where they couldn't breathe or they were being smothered that that could lead them to have fantasies about being smothered and it's a way for the mind to deal with it and i was like well that's really interesting but that's all it said didn't say much more no there's, there's two things that I, I thought were, well, one is going to contradict the other. But for the most part, at least in the view of our guests and almost everybody we've talked to about it, uh, macrophilia is an interesting fetish because it's entirely cerebral. There is no legit macrophilia play. There's no... Right physical manifestation of a macrophilia the the fetish it's is entirely cerebral yep. it's fantasy a lot of people translate it to visual art uh three-dimensional art audiovisual art but okay. and my reality the, in reality there is no reality for it me as a foot fetishist there's plenty of ways that i'm going to physically interact with the foot uh there is unfortunately 
next to no way that anyone is going to physically interact with a giant or giantess. Um, we discussed with Mike, uh, partners of extreme size difference is the closest, but he didn't even seem to be all that interested in that. No, it was only almost he, coincidental that he is a particularly short man. Um, well, and, then, and in fact, and then some he of his partners us. who have played in with the fantasy are not particularly large women either. Well, and he taught us that uh, people with this particular fetish are more creative and imaginative, more artistic than than most want to say. And I think you have to be if your sexual fetishes involve something that doesn't have a, a real world translation. So you know, one question now is when I, I get to the get contradiction. To... Though there's okay. a there's a a listener. Um, that I had brought up in a prior episode, I forget, possibly during the Macrophilia, um, that does enjoy uh, giantess and also translates that into the uh, semi taboo fetish of bug crush. Oh gosh, I totally forgot we wanted to do an entire episode on bug crush, but that may be. A completely different fetish that we have to address. But I know I can at least say I know at least one person for whom those two things are tied. None of our other guests sp- spoke about crush as part of macrophilia, but at least for this person, crush is the physical manis- manifestation of the macrophilia. Now right. we talked about crush and wet, messy, and ball busting, and any sort of. Just all you know, person crush, creature crush, food crush. Um, right now, as it stands, this is the only person that I particularly know where that is the the line and, and crossover that, that becomes the physical manifestation, and it makes perfect sense. But it makes perfect sense if, from the perspective of the giantess, if it's the giantess who truly has the fetish for being the giantess then crushing small animate objects is the closest they're going to get to the reality. Right. That mm-hmm. play doesn't necessarily translate if you're tiny. I don't know that there are many tinies who would get off on watching a person stomp a bug, but if you are a giantess and that is your fetish, it sort of makes sense. But please and, write in um, if so- you've got more input on that. Yeah, really, because I mean, we we <laughs> we did interview a few people, but uh, you know, mostly we were just hanging out. <laughs> well, that's what we do, you know, like talking about all kinds of stuff, not just this. So if you've well, got, yeah, because no know, one's one dimensional. Some... We we're we're trying to do a, a wrap up on this topic, and we've talked about every other thing too, because. This is our, our weekly hangout and bullshit session. That's it what really we do. Is, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's also been like two or three weeks since we've actually had a lunchtime phone call. It has been a while, and it's been that long since it's been just just you and I, just both of us, without also a guest. True. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, you know, I love having our guests. I really do. I, it, I, I, and I don't know if they feel the same. 
But I feel like once they like, and I feel this way about every guest that's been on once they've been on and we've had this connection and I get to know them. Uh, I feel almost like on a more personal level, even though it's, you know, not even though it's oh yeah an audience. Uh, I feel like there's a connection and I feel like we're always like, I, I know this sounds I, no, super I, melodramatic, I exactly it's like a bond, you know, it's like, I, just today on Instagram, I saw some random post from Citra, and it was just like, "Yeah, it's it's Citra. She's family now. Yeah, she's part exactly. of the Ogos Coast That's family. what it is. Yeah, and, that's exactly what it is. You know, it's now you see the post from a person, and you have the the idea of what goes on in their mind when they're doing those posts, and it's it's different to see their content even when you've spoken to them, kind of dug around in their brain even just a touch yep um yeah having guests is a and lot I of hope fun. that our i hope that our audience feels the same way because um we you know um the problem sorry about all the noise uh but the problem with um the both good and bad the bad side of having a podcast is that we do have an audience and while we try to cater to some of them that's not always possible. Um, and then what someone likes, someone else won't. And it's, it's you know, it is what it is. Um, so we open ourselves Yeah, there's up even to... one person who doesn't like the sound of your laughter. Oh, I know. I laugh too much. I don't laugh enough. Don't, why wasn't this one so as funny? Why didn't I laugh as much on this one? I don't know. Uh, you know, you're too much of an intellectual. You're not intellectual enough. Like, I, we're not serious enough. I don't, it's, there's always a criticism. So I don't know. Um, I think last time, last week, you criticized me for not singing enough. That's right. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it annoys people that we don't have music. It will annoy people if we do have music. So, you know, we can't. What happened to our everyone. guy who was going to write us some music? Well, we didn't actually ask him to. So <laughs> we probably you were supposed you know, to tell him that we were interested. <laughs> We put a pin on a lot of shit and like we never get back to it. So. I'm getting back to that one now. Music guy. I feel like, sucks. I feel like... she forgot to ask you. We said yes, we'd l- at least like to hear and possibly throw a few seconds at the beginning and maybe end of an episode. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I'm running out of goofy bit. things to say at the beginnings of episodes. We don't need to say anything goofy. You know? And it's not goofy. We just introduced ourselves. It's all right. Yeah, um, I just, the yeah, introduction so, just feels canned. I have to change it up every once in a while. Um, but what I was trying to say was, you know, despite the fact that we try to, uh, that we make a lot of people happy, there's a lot of people that um, have, you know, some opinions and that's okay, you know, but at the end of the day, this is, you know, top toes in any podcast and we're gonna do what makes us feel good and what seems right and what feels comfortable and I think that makes people connect with us even more so I hope that our audience feels that same kind of connection with our guests like we do um I know that uh uh barefoot Brianna has told me that people are still messaging her about it telling her that they love her on the show and you know that they like her even more now and my husband and I hope that this doesn't embarrass her any but my husband is a huge fan of hers um has been for years 
and I think like she's definitely one of his favorites. And uh, he told me after he listened to our ridiculously like I mean I was like wheezing at the end of that episode it was so laughing so much um but he said that after listening to that he liked her even more like she was so funny and she was so like we just like it was so much fun to like he wanted to come hang out with us like it was so much fun so yeah I, uh, we I really like destroying that... reputations of some of our guests because we definitely humanize them yeah but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's, you know. Well, unless they're complete, I hope I don't like, ruin, you know. super bitch fin dom. But I don't think complete super bitch fin dom would come on our show and um, try to be human. So I don't think we'd have to worry about it. And we will have a super bitch financial dominatrix one day on our show. She can Maybe we can have some people call in and she can try the new ones on the line here. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So macrophilia but, month. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say one more thing on what you were saying. We we do listen to and take to heart everything that everyone writes us. Sometimes we don't necessarily have much to say, but thank you. And it sounds a little like, oh, well, thank you for comment. Blah blah blah. No, we we share every bit of fan mail positive and negative with each other depending on whose account it comes in with um you know if you've got suggestions for the show we're constantly jotting them down thinking about when it would make sense to do it thinking about if it can carry an episode of its own or it's going to get combined with something else if it is a comment lines up or if it lines up with uh what the show's about and what we want to do because i do i have had some great suggestions uh, in the past, then I have to sort of like politely decline because it doesn't fall in line with what we're doing here. Right. And if it's yeah, a comment so. about the nature of the content, like not even the nature of the content, but the things like, and I'll just use the same example. One of us laughs too much. Or the other one laughs not enough. We're listening. We're thinking about it. We're also weighing it against the five other people who said the opposite thing. And we're, exactly. we're finding our best possible middle ground for every one of our fans. And then most importantly, we're doing what we love to do because we do this because we honestly and genuinely love it. And sometimes yeah. that's just going to give you a, a sort of zero fucks given kind of attitude. And I think that's something that most, <laughs> of, our, most of our fans appreciate the fact that we come into this podcast with zero fucks given Tim Cook. And, um, <laughs> well, it makes us genuine. This is the difference between, you know, um, uh, between us and podcasts that are so, um, God, what's the word I'm looking for? Like restricted? Restricted. With, some what are they a bit formulaic. And... Some are a bit too scripted. And we are 150% unscripted. The yep. few times in our early days that we came with pre-prepared questions, we realized we sounded so wooden that we threw those out the window, and we come to this every time with a with a couple notes. But it wasn't even. Make sure we don't say, or we uh, say? It wasn't even like pre. We I don't think we ever even did that. Like where we had a bunch of questions that we wanted asked. Like I will jot down questions. Like I jotted down some questions for John last week uh last episode and i didn't think i asked half of them 
<laughs> yeah, and you because use it they as just a kind checklist of, of things you might want to hear from. Yeah. Well, in there, and so what ends up happening is that I'll end up asking them because they're more for me than you know. So I end up just sort of asking them on the side on another day, um, and then our our conversations just kind of take a life of their own. And some people might find that a little bit um, annoying because there's no sort of rhyme or reason but it's just us like this is it like yes like this 20 minute segment where we talk about talking about the podcast (laughs) but this is this is your view inside of our brain which you a lot of you show up every week to stick your head in our dirty little skulls um you know uh but skull fucking is is a different episode that's a whole nother fetish that we're, um yeah but no i you know we we appreciate you guys a whole bunch and we hope that you feel like you're connecting with us um we do take your uh thoughts and opinions into consideration uh even the not so nice ones we kind of just you know we we read them and share them and move on but i'm i'm happy to say that there are not too many of those like there could be a whole lot more for the amount of listeners that we have. And I'm really happy to say that we don't have too many, too many negative vibes going and on any, here. So. Any negative vibe I've got has always been like, love the show. Glad you're doing it. If I could change one thing, it might be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We've never gotten hate mail. No, I don't think we've gotten, I think I've ever gotten hate mail. So that's, Yay for you guys. Well, <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, we got a whole hate podcast. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> no, that's exactly the point. It doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. We didn't even bother listening to it, so it doesn't <laughs> count. We just, it was a rumor that we heard, and we just, that's exactly the sound I make and move on. <laughs> so. Uh, 20 minutes ago, you were gonna, you had something to say about macrophilia. Oh, what the fuck was I gonna say about macrophilia? Um, uh, I don't know what I was gonna say anymore. It's apparently spelled I with two say... I's and no E's, uh, contrary to what my spell check wasn't fixing. That's right, yeah. Two L's, no E's. Wait, two L's? No, two I's and no E's. Oh, I was like, wait, there's no double L. C-H-I-L-I-A. Yeah. No, it's only one L. Uh, let's see. Um, I heard of a movie somebody suggested that we watch. It was called Village of the Giants. And I Ooh, have not seen like it. that sounds like beautifully 1950s greatness. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so. Um... Nah, neither have I. Well, you didn't tell me until right now, so. Couldn't get well, my I, thought, well, I mean, but I thought maybe, you know, if you, you know so much about so many things, I thought maybe you'd heard of it. So not that one. Yeah. So I think that um, at some point I, I do want to have a bug crushing episode, although we really have to think about how we want to do this, because I know that so many people are anti bug crushing. Yeah. So I don't want to offend anyone. You know, but at the same time, we don't kink shame here. So I think that I want to take that opportunity to really get into the psychology of it and try to understand it so that we're not such judgy bitches about it. 
Now, I'm not a judgy bitch about it because I've done bug crushing in the past and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm ambivalent (laughs) to it because in reality, although it's not my kink, um, it's not like I don't, you know, smack flies and moss out of the air and spiders I tend to rehome. Ants are going to die. So... I, I'm also. But it's such a um, it's such a contrast to, uh, to me, right? Because, like, the few people that have judged me on it, and they're like, "How dare you? How could you? Like, you, you know, how could you not, you know, value this insect's life?" Even yeah, though it's, and it's you, a living you do have thing, a strong you know? reputation of being an animal lover, as <laughs> as do I, and. and you know, I. But I'm also I'm a mediator, um, and I don't know. Well, we're going to need you to mediate this, maybe. Like, maybe we can. Have no, no, I didn't say I'm a mediator. I said I'm a meat eater. <laughs> I.e., animals are dying for my use and needs anyway. Be it okay, food I even, or leather. Here's the thing. I, um. I'm in the process of building a chicken coop. Okay, and I this is gonna sound crazy because you guys think it, you guys are gonna think I'm like this fucking like Hillbilly? country girl, right? But no, I live in like you know like right smack in the middle of San Antonio. It's busy, busy, busy. I live within city limits. I pay city taxes. You know, like there are restrictions. Like like I'm not allowed to have a rooster you know, um, in my backyard because the, the noise or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, my mom has chickens for me right now because she lives a little bit outside of city limits. Um, it's literally a couple miles away, but she's in a different zip code. And so it doesn't count. Right. Uh, but, and the reason for that is because I have a really big problem with, uh, caged chickens. I buy caged free chicken eggs <laughs> and I try to stick to as many like vegan friendly things as I can you know but at the end of the day I love shoes too much to not buy leather I have leather couches you know what I mean like I, yeah so I eat all of these things that I do but at the same time I will pick up an animal off the road and take it to the vet's office and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. I spay and neuter all of the cats in my neighborhood on my dime. Like my vet gives me a discount because I'm there so much, but it's still on my dime because it. I want to keep them from reproducing, and you know all these you know poor kittens that, are yes, suffering. And we as human <laughs> beings are confusing and contradictory creatures. And for anyone to say otherwise. <laughs> We will always do one thing, and then the next thing we do is just completely the opposite of it. And... Yeah, and people are like, how could you, like, oh gosh, the uh, Quentin Tarantino tribute. Uh, I got so many messages about my snake, my ball python, you know, and <laughs> they're like, you know, most of them were like, fuck no hell no never in a million years would I touch that shit right and you know the other half were like oh my god like mad props respect you're like fucking tough bitch like grabbing that fucking well, python you know and, and, and then like, just 
we can take it a step back. We've spent how many episodes bashing Quentin Tarantino's taste in feet, and then we do an entire freaking collaborative event all over Instagram where we pay homage to the man. <laughs> just because, but that just goes to show you how open-minded we are. We are not hateful bitches, and just because you don't have the same taste as we do doesn't mean that we don't respect your fetish and what you do. So that's what that was about. Plus, you know, he's got fucking awesome ass movies. So, I mean, it just worked out, you know. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I, I, I have reptiles and bugs as pets and arachnids. But you also, and don't you feed bugs to the reptiles? I do. You ha- I have to. I have yeah. to. So my, my snake eats live mice. Oh, uh, mice. She doesn't, okay. Yeah, she doesn't like frozen and if you remember to disclose a little bit of information here but uh so these events that you put together which are amazing by the way uh you create or somebody creates the producer the whoever's putting it together creates a group chat so that we're all on the same page as to when these are going to be released what kind of pictures we need what the theme is like all this stuff right help finding crops Yes. Yeah. That is, is a really, it's really cool. I love it. It's just, it's just very time consuming. Right. Um, especially yeah. if you've missed a few days of, of, uh, messages, then catching up is like an hour is crazy. Um, and I completely forgot what I was going with. <laughs> what was I talking about? What was my point with this? I don't know. Snakes. But, okay. So, um, well, okay. So Shimri Elegance has this fucking ridiculous um fear of snakes and uh she's told me that she's weaning herself like she's trying to get closer and see more pictures and learn more about it because she's so deathly afraid of them like it's an actual phobia and we're gonna have to bring her on the show someday because she really has to say this in her own words like it's just absolutely bananas um but I got a lot of like, you know, how daring I am and, and, uh, and my, this whole shit about my snake, but in the group chats, and this is, was my original point in the group chats, um, while we were trying to turn in our pictures and when we're going to, when we're trying to coordinate, I was, uh, like having a fit because my snake hadn't eaten for two weeks or three weeks. And I was trying to get her fed right before I did the photo shoot so she would be calmer. And we forgot. And it was a Sunday and the pet store closes early. So we did we couldn't get a live rice. You're right. So I my husband had to go to the nearest pet store, which is open late, and got a frozen mouse. And she wouldn't eat it. She wouldn't touch it. She doesn't like frozen mice. So my uh, you know, are just inferior. Uh, so I, she doesn't like the uh, what are those? What are the frozen foods called? The meals in the box. TV they? dinner. She, yeah, she like TV dinners. She likes the good shit. Uh, so I was a little bit nervous about it because um, I knew that if I made it, and I was working with feathers. 
right? And they look like like there's white ones that are all like it was just not a good. I was like, she's gonna attack this fucking headpiece. Like she's gonna think it's a rat and she's gonna attack it. Not that she's mean and she'll attack me. She's just so hungry. Anything that moves, she's gonna want to attack it. She didn't. She was a doll. She was amazing. The, the absolute crazy shit we go through. For... <laughs> And this is this is free content for the world. I don't know if you rolled any of it I, over to a paid platform. I posted. I did. I, I did. Um, I mean, I gave you your exclusives, and then I posted. I think only one picture. Oh no, that's not true. I made that little video, which turned out really well, which I couldn't post because of the song, which was fucking shit. So I posted that over on my OnlyFans, and I think it was free. I don't think I charged for it, but um. um but yeah, so uh, my snake eats live mice. Also, I had pet rats at some point and pet mice and hamsters and guinea right. pigs. So, so everything I mean, is contradictory. Yeah, so here I am feeding adorable little rats to my snake and, you know, squishing insects and also saving them. I don't kill spiders. I take them out and I put them in the backyard. So me as well, but ants are fair game as are pantry moths. Ugh, you can't, uh, you can't take an ant outside. You just can't, you have to, you have to redirect them or kill them. Or I just plug their source, like wherever they're coming in through, I just yeah. put a little caulk in it or whatever. And just, they redirect it and go somewhere else. And termite, you can figure it out. I will fucking kill shit out of a goddamn termite. I well, yeah, because it, it's them or yeah. your house. It's exactly. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah. yes, so we're going to have to do an episode where we crush. tackle crush. <laughs> and it's it's going to be an interesting one. And Oh, but you know, let me roll this back a little bit. Um, my I made a couple of customs where I'm doing... Um, crushing the crickets and specifically this was for a gentleman who liked to pretend that he was the cricket and specifically he wanted close-ups where you could see the eyes and the little antenna uh wiggling and I was like why are you this cruel right because I don't want them to suffer I want to squish them fast and get it over with you know but um he just it's it's the whole power like he just wants the ultimate powerful giantess hmm. so he either wants... we found two people for whom the crush and the giantess macrophilia combine or we're actually talking about the same people <laughs> either i don't think so i think it's a i don't think because this is a very reserved um gentleman and he like his page is very like there's nothing on it just how many pictures like it's very he's very anonymous i don't think mm. it would be the same one unless you're making content for him in which case that might be that could be mm. no so but all right so then yes there is a crossover it might be a, a minority crossover there's a crossover between crush and macrophilia um expressed Apparently in either direction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, the giantess could want to kill the little guys too. Well, yeah, we absolutely. definitely know there's a whole lot of giantess content about that, that goes to the actual just people stomping. But 
for people actually uh, taking that and using a manifestation with, say, insects, that might be the rare subsect, but it is logical. It is, because once you've exhausted, like, all of the videos and all of the porn online and you want something more physical, that's going to be the closest thing to it. Well, and then you get, I mean, and then you get trampling, you know, then you start kind of, you can roll it over into trampling a little bit. Well, we've had um, quite a few I guests think, who discuss trampling. Um, I think definitely Social yeah. Queen and Maddie both talked about it a, a reasonable amount. Uh, Queen Lucy, of course. Um, and even to some degree, uh, Citra, although it was a little more in the CBT than traditional trampling. I think we've gotten to do it both. But, um, yes, and if you are hearing about these people for the first time as we rattle off some names, well, just scroll a little farther back in the episodes list because we we have some <laughs> fascinating people that we talk we to. We do. Our guests have been amazing. I, yeah, our guests have been really interesting. Yeah. I appreciate them so much because they've shared so much. Um, uh, yeah, but but so I, uh, yeah, the the macrophilia is just it's just as um, I don't know complicated and complex and uh, as the foot fetish. I mean, there's so many sub kinks to it yeah. that I just can't yeah everything yeah, or, kind of or, rolls or, and crosses over and weird nuances people having size differential preferences size preferences well it's the yeah. same with feet all the nuances of the different size toes and heels and arches and just size of the foot in general yeah, I mean, yeah, we are we are very special people, which is why I love this podcast. Mm. And know, why, uh, why my advice to every aspiring foot model or fetish model of any stripe is always, do you, because there are as many guys with a specific fixation and kink as there are variations of feet or whatever it is you do you know yeah and that's the other reason don't get so damn competitive with the girl next door she's doing yeah, her thing, and don't doing yours. don't copy her shit like i've had an issue with that lately um like don't try to imitate anyone else sure we're all going to like you know i didn't invent the pose right like i get it um, we're all going to sort of take ideas from each other and the trends, like trends happen all the time. I get it. But like, give it your own twist, put your own twist on it. Don't verbatim copy someone else's uh, I love content. How, yeah, I love how I, cre- I didn't create, but I created the trend for and it continues the uh, the pick with the, the pull of the, the tip of your stocking or nylon or whatever. What I just dubbed Yeah, that was a the thing pole. that you liked. Yeah, that was a thing. That I didn't you invent liked, so. that. People were doing it not as often, and I made a big deal of it. And then I stopped making a big deal of it, and it just it continues. And I just sit back and yep. grin and go, 
Yeah. I mean, we all have our signature things, you know, like um, people used to say that my signature pose was the toes. Like I'm trying to do it on the camera. So, but it's like where the toes are showing and the heels are kind of touching. Yep. Um, and, uh, but that's just cause that's, I feel like that's the best angle of my toes. Well, um, you also helped I didn't me create a signature just... pose for my page for a while with the, the ball of the foot pushed forward and the, the toes pulled back into a slight. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to do it here because I'm sitting. So yeah. You need a little lower yeah. camera angle to really capture it. But yeah. Remember um, our hashtag inappropriate? Yes. <laughs> I haven't used that in a while. We don't have to. We get to be inappropriate once a week and bring other yeah. people into our inappropriate craziness. <laughs> yeah. I think that I was trying to get you to hashtag inappropriate as many times as possible because I was trying to find the pose that would get the biggest rise out of you. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> pun is completely intended and you know it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you seem to like that for a while. Uh, I don't know if that's still your favorite or if it's evolved, but you know, it's been so long now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, my advice to, uh, you know, people crossing over or coming over into the foot fetish scene is come on over, but bring your own, you know, ideas, twists and be yourself. I think that's the, the most important thing is find that thing that is special about your feet and then market that, like push for that. So don't try to hide your big Morton's toe, you know, so that your toes look tapered. No, no, no. Like put, put, like, put, put a put fucking toe ring on, on that. The, yeah. Like, put like 10 toe rings on that because obviously it's going to fit. <laughs> yeah. A couple girls I follow are like literally web is in their, um, their screen name because they have one or more web toes. I'm like, yeah, don't hide it. Rock it. I oh was... gosh, yeah! Shout out to that um, podcast that um, whose name escapes. Me Is right a web toes podcast? <laughs> no, um, the girl who's on it. I think she's a co-host, or she's featured on it a lot. I, I listened to it quite some time ago, so I can't recall. Uh, I think she, um, the co-host or the girl that's a guest, often has web toes. I started following her. I can't remember her name. Webby feet, I think it is, or something like that. Hmm. But she's got like some little web toes right in the middle there, which is, um, I have a little bit of that problem too, but not as bad. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, we'll love it all. You'll find your niche, you'll find your, your place and your foot. There's enough, like you say, there's enough, what do you say? There's enough dick to go around. <laughs> there's enough men holding their dicks to go around <laughs> something like that yeah yeah but um yeah so i learned a lot um and i think that i am a little bit yes. in love with this macrophilia well um, okay there, there lover of large you finally reminded me of something so you well back when i met you uh, six five six two hundred years ago um, <laughs> you had no idea about macrophilia, and I, and I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say your first introduction into macrophilia 
was the first time some fanboy randomly sent you a picture that he photoshopped without your real consent. At least he sent it to you and didn't just post it and just photoshopped you into a giant scene. You're like, what in the heck is this? Okay, I sort of get it. I think it was the, if I remember correctly, it was like a shrunken one. So it was the guy whose name escapes me right now, but he does like a shrink. He does one large one and then one medium one and one tiny one. And he's like, shrink me down to size or something like that. But, I want to say. Yeah, nonetheless, it was some random guy sending you an edit he just took upon himself to do. And you're like, oh. Huh. And it, it, doesn't, it. it doesn't take a whole <laughs> lot of research to understand. Okay. Uh, I am being photoshopped into enormous per- per- perspective or photoshopped well, into something with a person never, of tiny perspective. And well, if this you've makes never sense heard of it before. If you'd never heard of him before, I want to say that my initial thought was, is he making fun of me because of my big feet? Ah. Yeah, so that okay. was, you know, that's kind of where my head was at for just a, a moment, you know. Um, but now I want to say it's one of my favorites, especially now after talking to uh, Queen Lucy, Mike, and John. Um I think it's one of my favorites, but I've always said that I, it's the content that I like to make the most or one, you know, I'm going to say second um, mm. because it's so innocent. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, in, it's also in that really vein, hard. I think we need to get somebody on the, on the air who can um, explain pedal pumping because it's insanely popular and I don't have a clue on it. Um, I I want to say a little bit the you know the little bit that I know is um, the what I've asked and what I've been told is that it's almost a crushing a trampling thing. Mm, it's just but involved. I think cars. we've discussed it minorly. Uh, some of the content I've been involved in producing has that weird damsel in distress aspect, and it's uh, it's pedal pumping on the car that won't start. Which I understand that mindset and fetish pretty well, but the more common pedal pumping, I don't know. But then again, giantess, we've learned a bit <coughs> about it, and I don't really, I don't have a personal connection to it. Uh, this one I just look at from the outside and go, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I respect that it's your thing. I love that it's your thing. I, I gotta say it's not really my thing it's not one that I have even the slightest bit of overlap with right because even even foot size is not an issue for you do you have a favorite foot size a depends on what I'm size? doing I mean if it's going in my mouth I don't necessarily want to like you know joke or split the sides of my face uh, but if it's going over my face then go as huge as you want yet yeah, I mean no, because there's things you can do with every foot. Um, yeah, I think See, if, if you anything, did, I have then a... I would think you then it'd be an easy hop over to giant te- to giants and giant tests for you if you had a preference. Like if you were like, like I have men that follow me. I have followers 
strictly because of my big feet. They don't have a giantess fetish. Right. They just like big feet for whatever reason. I have, just a, like I have a people... preference proportion-wise. So, like, your feet are a wide 10. Um, and then, like... So they're Bliss's, doable. They're doable. Bliss's feet are, <laughs> I think, you know, around a 6. Um, and obviously not as wide, but still sort of a a wider proportion, like it just goes back to I don't like Uma's Thurman's feet. I don't like a foot that's elongated or with long toes or you know, it looked too much like my own, which I have large, narrow feet. Um, my preference in a woman's feet is much more in the compact. Now, that can scale up and down. Do you, you follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so there's so a lot of different foot sizes that fit in that proportion, but that proportion because, is definitely not. Long you know, um, people and I hashtag too like short toes, but the reality is, is I don't have short toes. You know, looking at the way they're curling longer. around your ankle right now, they actually have some length. I mean, it's I mean, I again, I, everything's about photographic. You have short, right? I guess I need to just measure them and like and like just fucking figure it out once and for all. I just I right. I mean, we're gonna okay, get, so we're gonna get graph paper. We're gonna put your foot down on it. We're gonna extrapolate <laughs> all measurements from that so there's, diagram, there's circles, the pen. arrows. I mean, completely the pen, so we're gonna get your feet laser measured. No, wait, <laughs> we're not. We, if we're going to get your feet laser measured, that's going to go back to that crazy idea we had from like a hundred years ago, which is to latex sculpt your feet and sell them to people. Oh, fuck, man. We really got to get on this. Well, you know, we act like we're fucking potheads is what we're doing. Like <laughs> We totally do. ADHD. We have like... these crazy <laughs> ideas of things to do and we never follow through. At least we follow through the podcast. <laughs> we're not sitting here hey, at year six talking about the know, podcast we wanted a, a to do. Of... No, we we follow through on a lot of things. It's just we can't follow through on everything. So anyway. All right. Well, um, I think that you know we've been probably rambling way for... too long. <laughs> I have no clue. There's no timer in this format, so I don't uh, know if this has been 20 yep. minutes or two hours. It's you know, it's been fuck, I don't know. An hour and 15 minutes or so. An hour okay. and 20 minutes, you know. We're, we'll cut some stuff out and we'll be fine. Maybe. All right. Stuff, stuff that we need to. But, you know. Um, thanks for putting up day, with us. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. At the end of the day, we just thank you for sharing our evening with us. Even if we talk about who the fuck knows what we talk about. Uh <laughs> This we has are... been the, the Just Top Toes and any ADD sort of macrophilia wrap up and other things as well episode. Yeah. Um, and as always, it's about our opinion. So, <laughs> um, no, yeah, and it's I about mean, yours. And uh, we definitely day, love to hear from you. We gave you some homework. Um, tell us about what we're doing for the next foot party. Tell us about topics you want to hear about there was another tell us i forget what um eh, you listen to the beginning of the episode 
or don't tell us anything at all. Just listen. Go catch the YouTube episode because my feet did go bare. The toes have been wiggling. Um, you know, and I I want to say that <laughs> most of our listeners actually listen. Like they don't go view the YouTube. They actually listen because that's what they're here for. So uh, our listenership is very weird. We have episodes, uh, pardon me, our YouTube viewership is very weird. We have episodes with like 22 views and episodes with 2,600 views. And it's not yeah. just based on what has visual. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and but I think that's because, you know, we've always said we're a podcast first. So we're, you know, we don't always give you visuals, but um sometimes we do and so enjoy them or or not you know uh I think that YouTube is a good like I started to send people to YouTube only because a lot of people don't want to download Spotify well that's why I mentioned earlier Spotify doesn't have to be downloaded openspotify.com is a perfectly free and easy way to listen to podcasts from just a web browser Mm -hmm. and um you know, our Spotify numbers and not that we are too like obsessed with our numbers. I don't think we've ever done that, but um, our Spotify numbers are measured by like individual listeners, not how many times you listen. Whereas YouTube, the one person could be the same person viewing it a thousand times. And there's no, you know what I mean? Like there's no. Oh, I don't know how YouTube statistics work. They all. do. They. Uh, YouTube- the only thing I find that YouTube statistics will tell me how many people finish the episode. Um, and yeah, apparently some of our YouTube audience is a bit pre- premature. Hmm. Quick okay. and done. Well, okay. I think all maybe right, they know. just they just check to see if we have video or not, and then they're like, "Oh, there's no video. Let's go." Yeah. Or <laughs> so- check to see. Oh no, this is not quite what I thought it was. And that's cool. Yeah. We're not for everyone. That's We're cool. definitely not cool. for Jim Cook. Um, <laughs> but for those of you who made it all the way to the end of the episode, we thank you. Uh, we'll thank the people who listened to the first five minutes, but they're not hearing this. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again to our sponsor, Yoga Bling Boutique. We love you guys. Uh, our listeners, our viewers, our subscribers, our fan mail, our detractors, our other members of the podcast community who reach out to us. Oh, uh, I, we, I love we got that. A podcast I love date the podcast coming up community. Too. We got our own yeah. podcast date coming up. You'll hear about a little later. And um, our favorite people, those who are masturbating to our voices right now or Annie's toes. You're welcome. Very welcome.